everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We are the Forbidden Love Rugby Podcast. I'm Reese, and this week I'm joined by Mikey. How are you doing, Bert? All good in the hood. That's the spirit. Let's get the admin out of the way. We almost forgot last week. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us on X, we are at FL Rugby Pod. I'm at RJJ Blue and Black. He is at Mikey S. Harris. Our other two reprobates aren't with us tonight, but if you want to get in touch with Liam, he's at Biz1984, and Ed is at EddieRugby, E-double-D-double-Y. One other thing, if you want to email us, feel free. We are at, what are we? What are we on Gmail, Mikey? We're ForbiddenLoveRugby at gmail.com. And Sounds about right. Yeah, I think that just about wraps that up. So I'll say thanks for listening, and uh, good night. <laughs> See you again next week. All yeah. wrapped up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Christ, it's been a busy old weekend. Mikey, what have you been up to? Oh, it's been a, it's been a busy old day. Hmm. But uh, yeah, um, oh, had a very, um, oh, a very busy weekend from, from, from probably Thursday. Thursday right through to Sunday, it didn't stop. And I'm feeling the effects. Hmm. Uh, l- l- lucky to have me on here as well. Yeah, I bet, <laughs> I bet. But uh, yes, it was uh, the work Christmas party on Thursday night. It was very enjoyable. And uh, in Swansea, um, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was good fun. Um, straight from there to a meeting on Friday, that was that was fun too. Uh, <laughs> with a with a not so much of a suitable hangover, but just fatigue. Tired I was, wasn't hangover. Tired, and then um, Friday evening took a little to see Santa. Oh, lovely! And uh, a nice little bit of chocolate or chocolate off Santa. And then away with the uh, young farmers then for a bit of grub over a bit of Christmas for a Christmas meal with the young farmers then. Took a little along as well, and she enjoyed it because she uh, got to meet up with her cousin, who uh, we don't get, don't get much chance to catch up with. But uh, when we do, they seem to enjoy each other's company, and uh, they had good fun. Saturday, oh, he didn't stop, did he? What did we do Saturday? Oh, took our ice skating in the afternoon, and then went for a wander around the boot park lights in the evening. Oh, and, uh, back then for a bit of bit of bit of takeaway, and then Sunday it keeps going. Down to uh, down to the pantomime in the Grand Theatre in Swansea. Very good panel, to be fair. Very funny, and um, yes, that was good. That was good fun too. Then uh, a bit, a bit of a, a, a later Sunday lunch, then sort of around uh, tea time, on the way back. So uh, yeah, it didn't stop. It didn't stop. Abs- what about you? Well, it sounds like you've given the M4 corridor an absolute hammering this. Uh, this oh, last I hide Absolute hide <laughs> Your average I mean, land speed was uh, for fifty miles an hour. <laughs> oh. Well, between 20 and 50, but yeah. Aye, I bet. It was uh, Christmas shopping on Saturday with my mother. We do our annual little uh, mm. trip into the city centre and, uh, you know, go and buy all our bits for every all the various family members. Uh, Is that what I seen a couple of years ago? Was that, yeah. that, the, uh, that the Christmas trip? That's who it was, ah, aye. That's yeah, where we yeah, sort yeah. of first idea. That was the first idea of, of the podcast. It was around about that time, wasn't it? It was actually, yeah, yeah. I think mm, we were probably yeah. about four episodes old at that point. Uh, yeah, that was this time last year. I think. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it was back to back to Bridgen for a quick shower, and then back to Cardiff for Cardiff e bath. Uh, yeah. So, well, probably not quite as busy good, as you good, want, good. but yeah. Again, plenty of uh, plenty of M four oh. action for me. Hmm. Did you drive down to Cardiff for the game then after, like, or did uh, on the train, like? No, I took the car. It was the the train I wanted to get home after the game. I mean, it was finishing around ten p.m. It would have been a mm. bit mm. cutting it a bit fine. I didn't be out too late, 
Um, so yeah, oh, you're a good boy, I. I know. It's, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> it's weird, man. I don't mind being out late on a Friday, but late on a Saturday just it eats into yeah. Sunday. Yeah, a bit too much. <laughs> yeah, no, no end of times. I find myself sort of like, uh, you know, oh, it's, 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 it's nine o'clock on a Sunday or another mm. another hour. Yeah, yeah. It turns into three. Yeah, yeah. And that would have been the danger, I think. Plus, it was just too many howlers out there, the Christmas do's this weekend, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. More they were in Swansea as well. I bet they were. As well as Cardiff. Yes. Yeah. Um, Right, but we got a lot of news to get through. Um, And we did put the feelers out earlier on the subject of uh, Mm. the Scarlet supporters body, uh, Chris 16, on just what the fuck is going on, basically, down in Flanachley. Um. I think the bit we want to, yeah. Now you and Biz have had some toing and throwing in the in the WhatsApp group, the Forbidden Love WhatsApp. Group. And might I say, might I say we have starkly different opinions on that, believe it or not. Yeah. Now, for any new listeners, uh, Liam Biz Price is our our resident Clanetley fan, uh, lifelong lifelong Scarlet. Mikey is. Uh, a lifelong Scarlet skeptic. <laughs> mm, uh, very much. I, I just like to watch, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you could have called it a bit of a. We could have called it a bit of. It's a bit of a spectator sport, like isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So um, it did interfere with my work day today. I was uh, I was engrossed. Um, but to stop this from being coming a bit too nebulous and. To try and keep it on track. I think the best thing for us to do maybe is try and parse a little bit of what was in that letter. Um, and then maybe once we've got like Biz back and we haven't got other stuff to talk about, we could do a we could do an entire episode on this. Um but the I I think probably by by then I think there may be a bit more detail out as well. Yeah. I should say, by by then, I think, like, you know, by the time you actually sort of get the opportunity to do a bit more of a deep dive on it, I'm sure we'll come to this in a bit as well. I'm, I'd like to think Clearly would be a bit, uh, the Scarlets, Clearly, call them what you want, hmm. would be a bit more transparent in what they are not coming through with, really. I mean, that's what it is. They've been very tight lipped about a lot of things. Yeah. And the Supporters Trust are doing a lot of good work, no doubt. Mm. Uh, and they want answers as, as much as on on behalf of not just the supporters trust themselves, but the rest of the fan base who've, who've hung their hat on Clearly slash the Scarlets, however set up. Yeah, so I think what I'll do, look, I'll, I'll give I'll give a bit of context uh, for anyone who's not across this, because I I imagine that you know even though this has been quite important to us three in in the thread. Um, a lot of people who listen to rugby podcasts might not even know that anything's going on in the background. So this this all sort of centers around Clamaclia. Well, Scarlet's having a difficult season um, amongst a backdrop of this elite development competition um, and Clamaclia RFC dropping out of the Welsh Prem so that more resources can be pushed towards Scarlet's. Um, as a result of this, Chris 16 released a letter because as Mikey says, there was some tight lippedness from the Scarlets uh, as a body. Um, and this is the paragraph we're interested in. And Mikey, I think what I'll do, right? I'll, I'll read bits of it out and then we'll, we talk sort of sentence by sentence. I think we yep. got two or three sentences to get through. 
So on the 28th of March this year, assurances were given that the Rugby Management Board would control entry into the Elite Development Competition and that development fixtures would be played under the Llanelli RFC brand during the 23-24 season, which has turned out to be untrue. So if we take a look at that bit first, I think I agree with you that it's not a good look that there's not a lot of news coming from official channels about what's gone wrong there. Yep. Um, I, I don't know if you've got anything to add to, to that sentence. Yeah. It, 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 it's all there to see, really, like, isn't it? Like, you know, we're being... I say we, holistically, being told. I think we're all invested rugby fans here, Welsh rugby fans, be it Wales, regions, club structure, and below. Um, nobody wants to see a team of Llanelli's history and ilk just disappear. And they appear to have just disappeared. Uh, the promise of being playing games hasn't come through. I mean, granted, we're only halfway through the season. And, and maybe the plan is to play games after Christmas and and develop thereafter into the um into the second half of the season, through the off season, into preseason, and into the next season. But how can it clearly achieve that when if they're not part of the ED part, part of the Premiership this year and the result of that not being a part of the EDC next season. Um how can the the regional element just do, do away with that? You said it's about putting the resources where they're best focused into the professional game. But I mean <laughs> We've seen other statements and other, other other bits and bobs, and from what has been released, which have dropped into our our thread, um, we but the, the matters around the continuation. I don't necessarily see it, and I think that's what some increase sixteen are trying to get at too is <laughs> is paying homage and however they want to put it. Slightly, uh, and, and the scars are not doing that for Tlethi, they're not doing themselves the justice and the service. If it wasn't for Tlethi, the Scarlets wouldn't be there. Let's not forget that. Yeah, I, I think with regards to the heritage and the continuation of Tlethi RFC as a name with a team attached to it, um, I think we'd probably do this in more detail on another episode, but mm. The the thing there's 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 the truth and then there's opinions on the truth, I think. So the truth of the matter is that when rugby went professional and regional, Clackley's first team became the Scarlet, the Clackley Scarlets, and then rebranded the Scarlets. Now that that just is what happened, but what I find difficult and I, I had the same problem with Cardiff as, as a Cardiff fan. What they did with the branding didn't respect the heritage. Um, so in the same way, I don't think the Cardiff... Heritage, I think, I, in the same way, I think the Cardiff Blues watered down Cardiff's history. I think that Scarlet's waters down Clinically RFC's history. And what I think yeah, totally Chris agree. 16 are getting at is... I'm reading between the lines here, and I think what they're saying is, hey, look, if you were shit-canning Clarkley RFC 
in the Prem and the EDC, you better make damn sure that that's who you call the regional team. That's 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 my reading of this. I think that's I think that form definitely forms part of it, but mm. I I see the decrease sixteen getting at the fact that like from what what's been said previously is uh, along the lines of um, in one of the another statement made by Cree 16 this is all available on on um the twitter handle um mm. and twitter page uh to paraphrase a Cree 16 sand to read this uh through the statement published by Natalie rfc regarding decision withdraw obviously this is from top down so this this there's a desire from still to be there from the supporting element i mean like the the supporters group there uh, Cree 60 uh, the, the supporters trust have been approached by debenture holders. Now, I can only assume debenture holders are going to have part Scarlets, part Region, part RFC. So, like, they've lost out, essentially, being able to watch every element of that professional entity taken to the field. And it's sort of that's going to have a knock-on effect to wider in terms of, of sponsorship. Like, so, there's all, there's, it's clear to me there's a desire or obviously this will still be a thing. Like I said, much in the same way as Cardiff. For me, the regional rugby's only been around for 20 years. That's that's a separate issue. That's that's a separate history developed over time, over that 20 years, as opposed to the last 150 years, for example, of Tlenetli RFC. So one one isn't the other, and the other isn't one, in my opinion. I, th- I think you, you don't see it with. I think where we you don't see with the other other clubs in Wales, like yeah, I, I know, think I think can't, where can't. we where we diverge on that point is. Clonakley RFC, sorry, Clonakley Rugby, the professional body, and Cardiff Rugby Limited, aren't regional teams; they're clubs with regional responsibilities. Uh, which is, a, I know it's a semantic this, point, but it's, it's, it is slightly different from the teams that amalgamated and actually formed a new thing. Um, so I, I yeah. get it. Yeah. I, I do. I mean, it's so difficult because like, it's, it's funny that we get so emotional about it. I don't know why we do. Yeah. But we really do because we're passionate. Yeah. So we, we do, and, and and you know that's it's it's a product of our podcast. We're passionate about what we believe in. I mean, if Biz was you, he'd be weighing his 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 four ounces in no end, and and rightly so. And like you know, we as invested in rugby as we are, I think we're allowed our opinions. We got a platform. We got opinions. Bang, we got a podcast. I think so, I, I I just always think of this discussion in particular. It's, it's important to have opinions about the facts rather than opinions about what the facts are. Um, and I think I think yeah. that really helps because it's I, th- I think it is quite often overlooked what happened at the start of regionalism with the continuation of yeah. Clonakley and Cardiff and the creation of the other three. Because I I think, I think for some it's almost like right well five new things were started. Um, well, yeah, that's how I see it. But but how you see it isn't what actually happened. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, 
for the you last could, you, 20 years, hmm. RFC have still been a thing. The yeah. RFC have still been a thing. Yeah. I mean, if you want to take it even towards Newport as well, and, and that's it, Newport RFC have still been a thing. Hmm. Nathan Swansea have still been things. So even though you've got the, I mean, all right, yeah, okay, Ospreys, maybe that's a different conversation for a different time. But in, in, in imagine if now, right, if the Ospreys have said, right, okay, we no longer need Swansea. We've already got a place in Swansea. We, we, we're going to take Swansea's history and everything that's, that they've ever done and take that for our own, but we'll use Neath as our development team. Neath, Progenda, Abraven. That's that, on the same ilk, and, I, and maybe that would be worse if he was in, Os- in, in, in Ospreys. That, that would be slightly different, though, because it, it's really complicated. And, like, Clannachie and Cardiff, professional rugby bodies, did shoot themselves a bit in the foot when they said, okay, what was... Clonecli RFC is now the Clonecli Scarlets, and we're starting a new thing, which is coincidentally called Clonecli RFC. That was a bit dumb because it's caused this confusion. Same with Cardiff, we we did the same thing, right? Well, but it's, I, so so the the thing that is called Cardiff RFC isn't what used to be Cardiff RFC. Now I know it sounds batshit, but that that is just how the the switch to regionalism. Happened. <laughs> Um, no, so no. What we've when have... Cardiff RFC, yeah, sorry, go on. So, so when Cardiff RFC RFC last celebrated this, they aren't the centenary anniversary. Yeah. On which jersey was that? Yeah, you're you're right. Was it that was, on the RFC it, jersey? It was, it, was, it, was on was... The R, it was on the RFC jersey. Now that was idiotic on the point of Cardiff Rugby Limited because really, uh, yeah, yeah, of course it was because the. But continuation, no, yeah, you know, it was idiotic. Like, uh, like a few of us have said today, like Cardiff and Clonakley did some damage to their brand when they when they watered down the RFC and and started to try and do this new thing. Um, now, in Australia and Dragons Stan, is a is a bit different because. No, Dragonstan. What? <laughs> I, I don't know. I had to go. It's like on the plane. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. It's, it's yeah, a bit. It's I, a I bit different that, yeah. because nobody ever said, for example, to um, uh, Swansea, Swansea RFC, you've stopped. Swansea RFC, you've become Ospreys, and we're setting up a new thing called Swansea RFC. They went, well, Swansea RFC is continuing as there is, and we're setting up this new thing called the Ospreys. So it's, it's slightly different. I, I get that it's confusing and batshit, but that's Welsh but rugby. By a fag paper, it's it's different. It's different by a fag paper. I think it's binary. It's black and white. Like it's it's just really the way it's ha- like. I completely agree. My opinion. No. My opinion on how it's happened is it's happened really stupidly and confusingly. I like that is yeah, I, inarguable. I yeah, but I, but but, but, but what, opinion, the mechanics I... of what happened are un- unarguable. No, yes, you're right. Yes, right. on paper, you are. I, I yeah, agree okay. with what you're saying. There is an element of black and white. However, it's two different shades of grey. <laughs> because you've still had, because you've still had, right? Everything that Netley and Cardiff have been for the last hundred, hundred how many dick years? Yeah. Right. Continue to this day. Okay. Yeah. Then professional elements which sit on top of. Top tier of them, let's call them super clubs, for the want of a better word, if they're not going to be regions in their standalone status, 
they have to be something. And if that has to be something, it has to be a super club in that sense. The professional element sat on top, but the, the, the wicked underbelly of being the RFC in both situations. It doesn't. But like I said, it who's doesn't celebrating like the, centen- <laughs> the centenaries? No, but, but, I, I agree. Sure. And I, I, I agree that makes it so much more confusing and batshit is, yeah, on the 140th anniversary of Cardiff RFC being founded. That, yeah, that was celebrated on the Cardiff RFs, what is now the Rags jerseys, rather than the Cardiff, at the time, Blues jerseys. Batch it. It was batch it. Eight, eight, 80 years' time, Yeah, every region can celebrate the 100th anniversary. Um, f- for anyone who's interested in this shit, uh, I don't know if there's many of you. Yes. Uh, I mean, like, Mikey, I don't know. Would it be fair to say that um, if Welsh rugby was as straightforward as physics and you know it was an observable truth that the shortest distance between two points was a straight line we would still argue about it <laughs> oh god yeah yeah i mean um, so, <laughs> we're arguing over, over black and white yeah like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. coming up with with so many shades of gray um, it's but yeah like it, 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 it might in my prep for this i was reminded that um now this this will blow your mind uh in 1996 Cardiff Athletic Club started Cardiff Rugby Limited as the professional rugby team based in Cardiff. And and okay. that's its brand was Cardiff RFC, which it then rebranded at the start of regionalism. And then the rags were given the name Cardiff RFC. Okay. <laughs> I get that, right? Yeah. I, I get it, right? Yeah. You need a company outside of the element yeah. to run yeah. it professionally. Yeah. I get that. Okay, so, but what I, what I th- yeah, like I said, where 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 we divulge is is in 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 the terminologies and, and yeah, the professional elements with with the amateur the, the semi professional sides run alongside, which have been in place for the last twenty years for as long as regional rugby have been there. And I mean, they can't be ignored. Mm. They they they've established themselves and they've been competing in in. In the Premiership, and they've been competing in in, in the second tier Anglo Welsh Cups, and uh, and and the rest of it. Should there wasn't there a second tier sort of British 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 Irish Cup because Potty competed in it, and they played Cornish Pirates. That was a nifty little contest, but we are. This is this. I was afraid it was going to get nebulous, so we'll uh, we we worry about the BNI. Apologies. No, that's all right. That's that's you know, it's it's a nebulous topic, um, but yeah, it's Cardiff and Clonakley. We, the, the standalones, could have avoided all of this if at the time we'd have chosen the brand in God, RFC, likely RFC. Um, a so, lot, a, a lot but, more, but, 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 go on, sorry, go on. A, a lot more people would have been happy, I think, especially like the supporters of those clubs. Um, and we wouldn't, I, we wouldn't have, I, I, I don't think they would have been. Oh, I think the supporters would have been. Hey, you're the fun one. Um, do you want to know one of the names that was mooted for Cardiff? Oh, go on. I'm the all for this, yeah. The, the yeah. Cardiff oh, oh, 76ers. This is going to be horrible, isn't it? <laughs> the Cardiff 76ers. The what? Because we formed in 1876. Oh, f- oh fuck off, like. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I, I think we've done enough on that for today. Um, I think what we'll have to do is an episode one day. We were all in the room, in the same room. And we'll have Ed as a sort of barrier between you and Biz. 
and uh, and I, I lastly, it'll have to be a physical one. Yeah, well, I, this this uh, this. What, what, one last point, which is just shot across on. my my metaphorical bow. Um, should really then, okay. We look back to look forward. Should at the time of the establishment of the two super clubs, then Cardiff RFC, Henley RFC, regional blue scarlets, whatever you'll call them, should they have relinquished the RFC side in the Prem? You know, if if it was me and I had and I was in charge and we had a do over, yeah, part of the standalone deal would have been we keep the branding as Cardiff RFC and there is no longer a Cardiff RFC in the Prem. That's the pro team as it was last year. In two, yeah, in two thousand and three, two, 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 three, yeah, whatever. So that that was the professional arm of Cardiff Athletic Club's rugby side. Yeah, and it would have still be called the same thing in two thousand and three, and there wouldn't have been a new thing formed. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. I, I wonder, I wonder what, like you know, I've had a bit of patter myself <laughs> yeah. with the, the Twitterati. Um, <laughs> um, I, I wonder that as a, as a as a, something to think about, maybe if you guys are listening and uh, maybe uh, want to expand on the point, yeah, think about that one. Should the uh, RFCs originally have been uh, relinquished for the benefit of the regions? Oh, I, I, I think, um, I think in this actually, case between Netley and yeah, yeah. Cardiff. Do you know? I, I think I've I've heard a few uh, renowned Cardiff fans actually making the point that yeah, we'd have probably been quite happy relinquishing the RFC if we'd have kept all of the continuation with the pro team um it's it's not that's not unique to me uh i've heard a few people after that on the north terrace as well and on the various forums down the years but yeah it's like i say man it's 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 wild how even 20 years later you here we are still worried about it bonkers yeah yeah hell of a transition period right um you know i never thought i'd say this but i'm sick of talking about cardiff uh but uh here we are we've New shareholders. You never get sick of talking to Cardiff. <laughs> I know. Um, so it was announced after the bath game on um, Saturday that we've, Cardiff Rugby, confirmed that contracts have been exchanged with Halford Capital Limited, who have now acquired a majority shareholding in Cardiff Rugby Limited. Um, I quite, I'm going to say what I think with this first, Mike, and then I'll come to you. I quite like the noises they've made, right? So first of all, Gareth Edwards is now the club's honorary president. Yeah, love it. They've been very positive. Um, I love what they've said about. Let me get this right. They want to build. Mm. They want to be. They want to stabilize it in the in the short term. So that's, that's kind of realistic because you know shit's dodgy at the minute. They want to develop local talent and they want to mm. invest in resources and facilities. Now that that to me suggests they understand the salary cap and if we're going to spend money, we got to do it somewhere else in the short term. Um, so I guess, I guess yeah. first of all, what, what are your thoughts on the yeah the local talent part of it and the resources and facilities for the academies and the pathways? I think uh, if if you can find a, f- a few more players, if Cardiff can find a few more players like uh, Mackenzie Martin, they'll be going in the right direction. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he looks alright for a kid from Ely, doesn't he? He does, and um, in terms of the facilities. I mean, um, it's always been mooted, sort of like trying to finish off Glanmore's gap. But I think what Cardiff are doing right now is something special with like, you know, double figures. I know it sounds crap to say like, but double figures, double figures mm. 
is good for a regional game in Wales. Yeah. To get that many supporters through the gates on a regular basis. I mean, like, you know, we've been out down to a few games on Friday night and uh, I'm, I'm quite taken by the atmosphere. Yeah. I'll be honest. And um, it's, 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 it's good. It, oh, you, you would have loved it on Saturday. The pint, of, pint of Guinness. Yeah. I, yeah. I can, I can, particularly with that sort of Anglo-Welsh tilt as well. I think that's what... And there's been a lot of comment on the old uh, Twitter threads as well about how, how good that Anglo-Welsh combination yeah. on the field was. And if we need, you know, Welsh, Welsh rugby needs that just just for the banter, just just for the heart of rugby, to give it a shot in the arm that it needs. So, yeah, I think there's a bit more of that. Yeah. Um, facilities. Yeah. Um, what can you do with Cardiff? Do you know where I'd like, like what to can see? you do with the Arms Park? Do you know what I'd like to see in the first instance is... Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Sort of like Leinster have done. Just like get a purpose-built rugby training facility for pathway players, be it club, be it schools, be it academies, and different bits of whatever the Cardiff region is. You know, and we've got regional responsibilities as far yep. north as Brecon, um, as far west as Pencoid, I guess. I think Pencoid. Um, you know, we could have a north and a south facility for academy and pathways. I think that would be special. Just try and get, you know, and not not even necessarily with you... um, just something fun and inviting for talented kids or kids any at all to just play rugby. I get it. I I I like the cut of your jib there. I like the sound of a um, soft, soft play rugby facility. Like, do you know what I mean? Some way, which is like a, like a, a bit for the bit for the kids to encourage them to get there, but with obviously a, a state of the art facility for rugby players' development, mm. gyms, physios, yeah, indoor areas, full time coaching uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which we don't have right now. Seems like we, we, and, we haven't even got a yeah. full-time analyst at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, and having a gym they can call their own, and not have to go to bloody Pens the sports centre down the road. Like, <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent, man. Yeah. So, I mean, the 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 backing has come in. Obviously, looks 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 sharp. And if I think this is it's a great time to be a Cardiff fan. See, I mean, I I I would I would hope that at the you know, a few years on the line, this might kickstart something. It might be a, maybe a chain reaction. Like if this works, yeah. Like imagine, like because the one thing you don't want then is for one team to be out that far ahead. You need strong rivals. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? Well, I mean, like, is this a sort of a, a mirror of the island model? Then, if Cardiff becomes super strong, the rest of the regions benefit off those players who didn't quite make the cut. Possibly. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves, I think. Stuff. But, uh, oh God, not oh, that I, don't want, yeah. I don't want to become the next list. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I guess while, <laughs> while, while, the, um, while the salary cap is still a problem in Wales, you know, I think it's going to be four and a half million pound next season. Um, we've got to spend our money wisely and elsewhere. Uh, so, it, you know, it might even take a few years for these um, improvements yeah. to bed in and make their way through to the senior team. But, yeah. You know, you're just hoping. Um, right, let's let's wrap up the news real quick then. Um, more bad news from Scarlett. Samson Lee, bless him, had to retire through injury. Um, 
Not super surprising, but man, I thought he was going to be tight dead for Wales for a while at one point. Yeah, he did. Um, he was doing a job on it, and he put in some real good performances. Mm. Uh, so it's disappointing to see a player retiring in the circumstances that there are, sort of um, being able to come right from an injury. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you just got to roll with the punches life gives. And um, like, unfortunately, I could, I could have seen Samson, he gone on for another few years, maybe not in the Wales fold, but mm. certainly sort of like anchoring, being that player to be there for the Scarlets 24-7 yeah. and sort of... Yeah. Become the the the, the, the stale of that stalwart status and you know legend status, but um, whether whether I'll meet him on the way down somewhere if we have a game over West anyway, I don't know. Like, it'd be, uh, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, I tell you what, <laughs> if you, you can could, um... have a few games for someone's second team, and we can. Uh... Yeah. Well, I was, was going to say maybe if uh, Biz ever has another game for Ammonford, you could have uh, Samson Lee and Biz. Mm. Uh, you know. Oh. Biz on the bomb squad, like something oh. starting. <laughs> oh my god! Why not? Send Why them. Not? Me another one because I'll make sure there's one on the bench going to break the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, then it's that time of year where we start looking at who's out of contract and uh, uh, yeah, good fun. Who might be uh, on the way out? I'm gonna list. Right, I'm just gonna say a list of names, Mikey, and I want you to say yes or no. Will they be playing in Wales next season, right? Because we haven't got much time left on the news. So let's, let's rattle through this, all right? Wainwright. Yep. Uh, yes. Josh Adams. Yes. Thomas Williams. Sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't get an answer for that one. Thomas Williams? Mm, I'm going to go yes. Cool. Oh, yes. Corey Domachowski? Yep. Kieran Asarati? Yep. Rio Dyer? Yep. Leon Brown? I can see him going, so okay. no. Okay. Nicky Smith? Uh, all the way in the world wants him to stay, so I think he will. He's on too much of a good thing at the moment with the Ospreys and Wales. Okay. Cuthbert? Gone. Morgan Morris? Staying. Kieran Hardy? I can see him staying because he's in quite the fold that was in his, in that sort of like, you know, nine rotation. So, yeah, staying. Uh-huh. Win Jones? Go. Uh, Johnny McNichol? Follow Jones. Follow Win Jones. Okay. Uh, finally, and quick comments on uh, Gloucester tapping up Callum Sheedy. Um, yeah, you haven't had quite the rub of the green with the. Uh, we're still of late, so um, yeah, you could have quite a bit, Welsh of, bit, back, of, uh, bit of bit of fresh energy, there, you? I think. Um, you could have Sheedy, Cloellen, and Zamit. Yeah, interesting. Uh, okay, uh, Jared Evans is Max. yeah. Uh, Jared Evans is Wales eligible. It turns out because his uh, he wasn't offered a contract in Wales, a credible contract in Wales before he left. Um, so we'll see what that means come Six Nation time, and. Two more pits of news we can get him in. Yeah, uh, and I, school... I don't think. Sorry, go on, Mikey. Uh, comment on Jarrah, Dan. Yeah, I... yeah, nah, I don't think it's happening for him. Same All Queens. Right. All right. Um, we've got Anscombe isn't going to Japan after all, after another bloody injuries out for eight to ten weeks. Tell you what, Cardiff could uh, do worse than signing him if they could afford it.
And um, finally, Mikey, get your opinion on this. I know this is close to your heart. You've got three minutes. Islands say that within the next two years, they might have enough firepower for a fifth <laughs> region. What are your thoughts? Wales has enough firepower for a fifth region as well, mind. I mean, there's too many boys crossing the border to go to England, and we just named a few of them there. Hmm. But um, I'm not sure if it's going to work in Ireland because they've hung their hat on the four proud provinces. Hmm. How is that going to work with the national anthem? Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, if you got, yeah, if you got I, to rewrite that really. Where's the, where's the fifth one going to be? It doesn't geographically work for me because uh, Ireland's always sort of already already divided up into four areas. Like, so are they going to be like, maybe is it going to be Leinster A, Leinster B, and Leinster, Ulster, and Munster? I reckon it's going to be Boston. The URC is already batshit crazy. Oh, yes, you know, to tap into the Irish talent, because if rugby New York iron workers hasn't got a team anymore, they're going to need something to, 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 to get stuck into. Up in the neck of the woods. Yeah, that's, I've caught, right, you heard here first. Mikey, that was probably the longest news we've ever done. Uh, so let's take a little, let's take a little bit of a break uh, and we get on to last weekend's action, is it? We shall. All right. Nice one, everybody. Catch you in a bit. Tara. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, so, as promised, we're going to go over the results from last weekend. Mikey, I gather you didn't get to watch much of it. Oh, yeah. Nah. Uh, um, about half hour of the, uh, the first half of the uh, Blues-Cardiff game, hmm. even. Threw me a bit there, speaking about the Blues earlier. Uh, uh, um, yeah, first half the Cardiff game, and uh, that was that was pretty much it. Ah, fair enough. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, if we just run through the results real quick, then uh, Friday night in the Challenge Cup, it was uh, Scarlets at home to Black Lion. Um, Black Lion ended up turning uh, turning Scarlets over twenty three seven, and it was a bit of a shock, really. Um, so Black Lion, essentially a, a sort of Georgian Premiership select 23. Uh, seeing as you didn't see the game, Mike, I mean, um, I'll, I'll describe it. It was incredibly flat down at the, uh, Parker Scarlet. It's like I, I was watching on telly and something seems off there. Um, what, what, what do you make of this for regional rugby as a whole, <laughs> I guess? Um, it's a pretty, uh, pretty dark day, really, isn't it? I mean, like in... Uh, probably the wrong Scarlet's team at the wrong time playing the right Black Lion team. Uh, like you know, it's, it's well documented that um, Black Lion was in marginally to Gloucester last week. Probably buoyed them quite a bit to try and take a weakened Scarlet side, which you know. And they did, and they did. They took it well. Um, did I see bits of that? I can't remember if I seen maybe maybe I seen bits of it, or was I just catching up on the scores? But um, yeah, uh, it's great for Black Lion, great for Georgian rugby, yeah. not so great for the Scarlets. Um, and it's just one more lost the chalk up in a, an already difficult season. Yeah, no, totally. Um, I am getting a couple of uh, 
glitches my end so apologies if that's if that's going through on the final recording um yeah i'm suffering from a poor internet connection tonight um but yeah if we move on then to pole versus dragons this is a bit of a funny one because i remember last weekend we thought that dragons might actually do this because pole find themselves in a what from the outside looks like an unlikely title challenge in the top 14 um and funny enough, Mikey, while I was in the Calms, uh, Calms Park, while I was in the Arms Park <laughs> waiting for um, the bath game to kick off, the stadium announcer was talking about the Boxing Day derby and said that um, the Dragons had beaten Poe. And then I looked at my phone about 30 seconds later and, uh, at the death, Poe nicked it. Uh, now, I haven't seen any highlights in this game, yeah. but 24-21, uh, one no. in the final minute. Sounds like a bit of a belter. Yeah. Absolutely, I just, took the words out of, my, out of my mouth here, and I think the, the dragons are definitely buoyed. To use the phrase again, hmm. after the win against um, the shot in the alley, to say, "All right, come on, boys, we're not as we're not we're not going down without a fight." Like, and um, the, the stats and the the figures and numbers and the wins and losses will. Res- speak for themselves, but I think a, a performance, like obviously dying the coaching staff of the players and everyone they'll be hurting. Of course they will. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's, it's, but, it's, it's, um, it's a typical dragon's loss really, isn't it? That, that sort of says the host have stopped your video. Yes. I, um, I think I've realized that, uh, streaming your video to my computer is, uh, not helping with the, uh, the bandwidth issue. So I'm going, I'm going back to basics. Oh, right. Yeah. Fortunately, <laughs> yeah. Um, one Better day, off. one day when we're a, a more successful podcast or even a successful podcast, we'll, um, yep. we'll upload the video to YouTube. Uh, but yeah, today isn't going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, today's gonna, not going to be that no, day. Definitely I, not. And in fact, what I might do is if I stop my video as well, then uh, we might be even more fluid. How is that coming through to you now? That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. There we go. Then. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, as you're saying, that that was that's typical sort of dragon's heartbreak. There um, probably did better than we thought they were going to do. But again, man, they they dragons they're up in the in the seventy ninth minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then and that's the difference. Like, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um, as you said before, it must be so frustrating to be a Dragons fan at times because I, I don't think... I mean, I, I felt this with Wales in the past. You can't relax until the whistle's gone, no matter how big yeah. a lead you've got. Um, yeah. you got to you got to wait till 79 minutes and 59 seconds before you can breathe or, 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 or shit or spew or one of them, like all, all three at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they've been eating down in Newport. And... Finally, in the Challenge Cup, then uh, this was this was Sunday. Oh, I, God, I man- no. yeah, I, I managed to watch most of this game, but Ospreys, much like the Scarlets, look completely flat against Montpellier. Hmm, they had a bit of upset, upset in the uh, selection prior to the kickoff, so maybe that had disrupted them somewhat. Like, but if you're in that twenty-three and you're already out there, sort of maybe. 
uh, you're in that mindset. So to 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 be playing, you got to be uh, call up the last minute, even 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 more so. Like, but um, yeah, disappointing. It seems they've done the double over Montpellier last year. Like, you wouldn't think they'd be that kind of similar. Well, I was. <laughs> Going yeah. there, like, but um, maybe they took. Well, I was, I was about to say, man, like, it's you know, Montpellier, like, yeah, sorry, no, I was, was going to say, like, Montpellier find themselves bottom of the top 14, having lost to Ospreys twice last season. Do you think maybe there was a, a sort of vengeful streak in them? And they're like, you know what, we're gonna just fuck Ospreys up here. You know, I mean, who, who, who turns the team over twice in a season? It's really seen these days, unless it's like, mm-hmm. you know, top versus bottom. But, and even then, sort of, you got to, it all depends on the day, which is a, a terrible sporting analogy to make. But uh, yeah, yeah, they probably looked at that and, and gone, right, you know, you don't come here again and sort of take our take our toys away. But um, will, will the reverse happen when the reverse fixture takes place in Swansea? Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Well, actually, I I don't know, Mikey. If um, are they do uh, no, they're not doing home and away this year, are they? Because of the way the bloody fixtures are. Are they? No. Um, oh, yes. Well, hang on now. Do I need to get my facts straight? I, like this is the problem with right. You and I, Mikey, we have a rugby podcast. We're quite we interested do. in rugby. We are, and we don't know the format of the two premier European competitions. Now... Yeah, but it's difficult to get a handle of, handle of when they've mucked around so much over this last couple of years. Why can't they just keep it? Couldn't they, they kept it to the bloody Heineken Cup model as well? Everyone knew where they stood. Everyone knew what was going on. We didn't need it breaking to be fixed again because it wasn't broken in the first place. That's why we can't get a grip on it. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, you know, we give a shit and... <laughs> We, we, you know, we just haven't got the brain power to be bothered to work out. It's basically why I've stopped caring until the last 16. Yeah. And, and if if it just so happens yeah. that a team I'm interested in is there, great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because um, th- there's every chance somehow, right? If, um, you know, Cardiff beat Quinns in Cardiff and other things happen amongst teams that Cardiff aren't even playing, then we could drop down yep. to the last 16 <laughs> of the Challenge Cup. It's, 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 it's quite possible. Yeah, you know, mm. it would, would. Mm, now, is there a conspiracy theory there to do just enough to get into that, sec- <laughs> to, to drop into the top half of the second tier? Yeah, no, I we've, mean, be, we've been underperforming against Toulouse and Bath on purpose, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, well, the shortest route to success may come with the most pain attached in terms of results. Well, that's what they say. Um, but yeah, man, moving on to that Cardiff-Bath game, um, I didn't expect this to be that competitive for that long. Uh, I did say to a bunch of West Country boys behind me at, at half time, like, just, just wait for sort of 65 minutes and you're going to see what happens to our squad depth. And I think ultimately <laughs> that plus Finn Russell having, well, Finn Russell having an off day made it closer than it was going to be. Um, but our our fitness really. I think if we had a bit more depth on that bench, we we whisper it. We could we might have won it. Yeah, I think. What what was the front row situation coming off the bench looking like? Um, 
Um, Can't carry and Will Davis King again? No, Litterick, I want to say. Litterick and, and Carry then, was it? Yeah, was yeah. Was it Carry start? No. Who's the ca- starting tight dead then? Uh, uh, Assey. Of course. Uh, Dormer yeah. and Assey on it. Um, yeah. And again, and again, I, I thought they, they had similar straps mm. to to um, to that sale game last year. I don't think uh, by any stretch of the imagination, Azarati had it easy with Ben Wabano. But... I think Azarati gave as good as he got. And what mm. I did like a look of, right? I don't know, it was the first one of the first scrubs of the game. Right. Alex Mann. Oh, he's a that there. <laughs> slip slipping up and trying to scrummage on, on Ben Obano. I was like, oh, I don't know. This is second team stuff. This is like I've I've had this happen to me plenty of times playing the second team. And I grab hold of the flanker and say, right, if you want a bit, boy, you can come in here and all. And then he doesn't like he doesn't do it again. I know. Right. He's a. So, he's, oh, right. There's two for me to play with now, is it? <laughs> he, he's a scrappy little bugger. I think my, my, one, yeah, of my, I, one of my favorite parts of that game was um, Josh Adams. Obviously, it wasn't Josh Adams going off. That was, it wasn't yeah. great. But apparently, his knee injury isn't quite as bad as he thought. Um, yeah. But Gabriel Hamer Webb coming on, on loan from Bath and scoring a try against yeah. Bath, written in the <laughs> fucking stars, man. How, go- How good. How good. It was amazing. I, 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 I couldn't he, remember when you. Yeah, he's yeah. such an athlete. He is such an athlete. I could remember. I was convinced you'd said before, like he's from Bath, mm. and something was niggling with me. I was like, "Is he one?" Well, because I've seen um, when he when he come on, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is a uh, this is looking a bit interesting now." Like, but yeah, um, yeah I didn't see that he got on the scoreboard, but uh, bloody good on him, fair play. Like, he's he's been um, he's been a really good signing, and given the injuries. We've got it on the wing, and the fact that Adams, if he yeah. is fit, is probably going to end up with Wales. Um, yeah, I hope we get a hang on to him for a little bit. He's he's been great. Um, yeah, I, well, when they loop, when when they lose Grady and Adams to the wing yeah. for Wales, yeah, I mean, uh, Harmer Webb, Harry Millard, yeah, Owen Lane, Summerhill, Bango, injuries aside, you know, yeah, Summerhill, yeah. Um, do we see Winnet going? I I hope he doesn't purely because I think it might be a season too soon for him. Look, like just let him let him develop is my thought. Let him mature. If I was, yeah, and then but then there's 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 Beatham as well. So yeah, you know there's there's six three quarter players there. Yeah, who can get get through get you through like, and I don't think for a minute Cardiff for a two winger pony because mm. I mean like you know. Cabango is is lightning. Harry Millard mm. has has been for me a revelation this year. Mm. Um, Owen Lane in both attack and defence is outstanding in my opinion. I don't know why he doesn't get more opportunities with Wales. Um, and was and, and Summerhill as well. Um, yeah, you know, uh, a consistent performer. You know, with a nudge in the right direction, would he have gaps to his name? We'll we don't know. Or, 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 or what what would need need to be made to make what would be needed to make that happen? Yeah, um, but a uh, l- little bit of gossip from the sideline for you. I, I uh, uh, Lane was involved in the warm up as a travelling reserve, so uh, hopefully he's he's back fit sooner rather than later. Um, but I've got to say, Mikey, these these Anglo Welsh fixtures are fucking class. Oh, oh good. I mean, I, I if I could have been there Saturday night, I'd have been there with you. Maybe with a blue rugby shirt on, not a Cardiff one, of course, like, but a blue one nonetheless. <laughs> um, 
but it would have been Bath, would have been Cardiff, which which way would I have fallen? Anyway, definitely on the on the side of the Welsh side of the Anglo Welsh uh, derby, like. But um, yeah, I think there's been a lot of back and to and fro in with a few uh, accounts on on Twitter, which I uh, doom scroll past, mm. and they've all been speaking so highly of 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 that fixture. Yeah. Um. I think the the, the more we look at it, the more we need it, the more we, we want it. And the other thing is, right, what, what I've noticed is, like, so the, the Bath game this season and, and the Sale game last season, it attracts yeah. a more casual fan as well. And, I, I, you know, people have got stuff going on in their lives. I mean, they can't be a diehard supporter like I am. But they'll, they'll make their effort to go to some games. And, like, you know, at, at the Sale game last year, we were stood next to a bunch of Cardiff City Football Club fans uh, on Right, uh, Saturday night, I, w- I was stood next to a bunch of boys from Ponticlean Rugby who'd just come down because it was an Anglo-Welsh game. And it just had All something, right. you know? Like, people are like, oh, you want, I'll go and have a look at that because yeah. I know who the fuck Bath are. Whereas, like, if it's, <laughs> you know, if it's, like, a card for playing the Bulls or Zebra, it's like, and, you know? Black black Lion. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. You don't get, you don't get, you're not going to only... How many Georgian fans travelled to Lethley? How many Italian fans travelled to Wales on the regular? Yeah. How many South African fans, bar the expats, show up for, yeah. for fixtures in in the respective towns and cities in Wales? Honestly, there was, there was and one... like you said, there was there was a, a... go on, Maggie. Oh, go on. There, there was oh, one like point... you said earlier. There was a ton of there, there was one point you, over you, the... you go. I'll follow. Yeah, yeah. There was one point. Uh... It's it's really hard about the video. There there was one point um, during the game where. The "Come on, you Bath" chant really got going. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this, yeah. this is almost like being at the wreck. Like it, it was, <laughs> it was so loud. Yeah. And like you know, the the wreck has a history of being a great stadium in Britain. Mm. The Arms Park has just as much history. Yeah, I, I mean, like you know, send send our Bath team to the Rodney Parade, and let's yeah. not see the Dragons come close. If not, take the spoils. I mean, loser in the seventy nine. Maybe different. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe it's a different story the further west you go. Like with you know, but then how would the Liberty sound and feel with a few more travelling fans? Yeah, and and the like, bar, you know, is is that sort of an uh, the the bar fans love there as well because like the, you know I was I was chatting to one guy who'd come down and he was like, you know, I, I remember being in Cardiff Arms Park in 1978 and you know it was a boggy muddy ground that was being flooded by the river. It was class. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> You know, you wouldn't get that with like a you know a Leinster fan or a Munster fan because they probably haven't been to Cardiff before, you know. No. Well, and and you don't get many of them travelling. You don't get the same people. Yeah. I think you 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 build up a bit of a rapport, like you know, you, mm. if you see the same people or get to know the same faces, all right, it'll take a decade. Mm. But like you know, you 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 do get to become familiar with the same sort of travelling fans kind of thing. If you travel to there, they travel to you, etc. And you know, you can yeah. have that passive aggressive bit of bounce in the audience in the crowd, yeah. which which never goes anywhere because the rugby does the talking on the field. You don't take it doesn't take it into the into the fans. No, that's what it's about. But um I think that's enough on the Champions Cup, unless you got anything else to add there. Oh, one thing. Um Quinns did play Toulouse in uh the stoop on the weekend and got absolutely battered. So uh it's making me feel less bad Good. about the weekend before as well. And uh, we do have Quinns on January the, January the 13th, I reckon. So, uh, yeah, in Cardiff. So let's do them, is what I say. Didn't, didn't, didn't Ramos grab hold of uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Marcus Smith yeah, and his face on the ground. Pretty ugly, man. To, like, oh. On the one hand, ha ha, Marcus Smith. On the other hand, don't do it. <laughs> you know? Oh, 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 I don't know. I liked a bit of that. Bit of, bit of 10 on 10 action. Get your face in the mud, old pretty boy over there. I've, I've, in your ear and all. I've, I've already got my chance lined up for Marcus Smith. Yeah? Oh, go on. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm or, def- or, or you're saving it for the day. Well, I'm definitely going to try and crack out something along the lines of uh, he's a pound shop, Jared Evans. <laughs> Pound shop Jared Evans, Marcus Smith. Pound shop Jared Evans, Marcus Smith. Yeah, I reckon that could be a goer. Um, yeah, I, or, I like or, that. Or, you know, like or that you know, I'd rather Jared Evans. Or you know, so you know, the the, the this the ideas there. I just got to workshop it a little bit, you know. But we we get him. Yeah, we get him. Um, no, there's yeah. a similar story. Some of them are floppy, I think, as well. There's... <laughs> there, there was um, there was a similar story. Wasn't it? I think I think it was in Shane Williams' book when Mike Phillips was still playing for Scarlets and he uh, pushed Shane's face into the mud and said, "Put that on your wedding photos." And <laughs> 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 uh, it, it, rugby needs things like that to happen on the field, just because. I mean, like, there's so much physical element being taken out of you. You can't go and give somebody a good idea anymore, either. So I'm okay with a bit of, you know, ruffle his hair and rub his face in the ground. I'm <laughs> all for that. Uh, all right. Uh, Shall we do the derbies before you get in trouble? Uh, please do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so next weekend, then Boxing Day derbies. Uh, we've got Cardiff versus Dragons at uh, 3 p.m. And then Scarlets versus Ospreys at quarter past five. Uh Cardiff at home, Scarlets at home. How do you see them going, Mikey? I think it's going to be a flurry of backness in the Boxing Day derby in Lethley. I think the Osprey's going to have an absolute field day. Yeah, I... Well, oh, we said that when bloody Cardiff played Scarlets in Cardiff, and look what happened. So, yeah, uh, they've, they've just lost to Black Lion. Nobody knows who Black Lion are. I mean, the next team play after Black Lion really should be the Royal Oak. Yeah. But um, I... Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, uh, there's something about Scarlets who can... They can just turn the hoilometer up to 10 every now and then and just fucking beat people. And I if hate... If there was a day to do it, yeah. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, okay, okay. My heart is saying Scarlet's to just turn it on. They're angry as fuck, and they're going to they're gonna blow up in Osprey. But then again, Osprey's going to be pretty pissed off at the way they went down to Montpellier. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is teeing up to be quite dust, quite a dust-up when, you, when yeah. you put it in that, in that context. How many scuffles do you reckon? Oh, it's going to be loads. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's going to be yellow cards. No, it's, it's going to be sort of quiet words. Yeah, spicy sort of grabbing of shirts, but nothing, no punches thrown. I reckon, uh, and, and unless like Vieira loses it again <laughs> and clocks one on, uh, I don't know, Adam Beard. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's or, or misses Adam Beard and 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 and, and knocks out Gareth Davies or something. I don't know. <laughs> He's a loose goose, mind. He is. He is. All right. And what about Cardiff Dragons? Then how do you see that going? Oh. 
a resurgent drug and is picking up on the back of some European form, shall we call it, and Cardiff on the back of an, another, uh, also a narrow defeat. Um, is it in Newport or Cardiff? It's in Cardiff, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm struggling with this one. Um, my uh, head, my, my head is saying Cardiff. My heart is shit in itself, like it was last box. Yeah. Day. At some point, our record against the dragon has to come to an end, and I'm going to hate it when it happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think, uh, like, yeah, um, man for man, pound for pound, maybe Cardiff have got the edge. Mm. But I think. Collectively, I think Dragons can take more from their recent wins and narrow defeat than maybe Cardiff can because Cardiff have been doing all right so far. So I'm not saying Cardiff will rest on their laurels, mm. but I think the Dragons might, as a collective, pinch it in the last bit. It'll, it'll rely on maybe an Angus, uh, like a Kai Evans drop goal or something. That's made me feel a lot better. All right, you're relying on a Kai Evans drop goal, like it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, you had a shout out, Mikey. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of some some nice positive feedback from a, a colleague on uh, on on Thursday night for, uh, for the Christmas party. Yes, well, thanks very much for that, uh, Sean. If you're listening, appreciate that. that. So. It was uh, it was it was great to be able to. You know, we're doing a good job, and uh, in that. Uh, and a bit of feedback. You enjoyed the the, the patter we have, sort of, uh, and how passionate we are, like, and um, and how we go about our business. Well, that was that was nice. But uh, yeah, thanks very much. Really appreciate it. Excellent. I think uh, it sounds to me like you're in line for promotion. You've you've uh, definitely earned it in my books, Mike. Oh God, hang on, <laughs> easy take. <laughs> let's let's not let's not run before we can walk. Otherwise, we're gonna fall down uh, really really quickly. Uh, so I had a uh, forbidden love of the week this week. Uh, it, Last minute one, it was uh, in work, watching my centrifuge whiz around, separating sewage out from water, uh, and also watching you and Biz take lumps out of each other in the uh, Forbidden Love WhatsApp. <laughs> um, it was was quite entertaining for a bit. So. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed taking every lump, and I enjoyed taking every lump as well out of it. Uh, so, the man when he comes back to the pot next time. He's, uh, he's in Egypt at the moment. I didn't realize he's going away. He kept that one quiet. Egypt? Egypt can keep him. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, he's got bad uh, signals. He, he won yours for a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, good. And uh, you had one as well, Mikey. Yeah, I did. Tet on tet, 10 on 10. And rough, roughly get your face stuck into it, old uh, Marcus Smith, because, uh, yeah, everyone's getting a few. I like <laughs> a bit of that. I do not mind it one bit. bit more of it I like to see. There you go. Right, but let's wrap that up there. Uh, thank you, everybody, yep. for listening. Uh, it's, it's been uh, fun as always. And uh, Oh, shit. Um, it'll be gone Christmas the next time we record, so uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope it's a good one. Uh, we should be back to cover the first round of derbies. Uh, but failing that, we'll be back in the new year and we'll cover them all. But I, I reckon we can squish one in at some point next week, do you reckon, Michael? I think so, Reese. There we go then. All right. Well, thanks again. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Tara. Tara. <laughs>